This morning's text comes to us from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. I believe it's page 1509, I don't know about you guys, but I was wary about this passage from the beginning. I'm already pretty bad at this, so... This is good news for all of us this morning. Starting at verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. And yet I tell you that not even Solomon, in all of his splendor, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is the word of the Lord. This image came across my Facebook feed the other day. And I have to confess that it it resounded in me. Does this look like any of you? Can anybody relate? Are you stressed out? Yes. Aren't we all? Praise God he has good news for us this morning. Stress has become such a common staple of society. It used to be if I would go up to Vic and say, Vic, how's your day? He used to say, good, fine, how are you? Nowadays, more and more, I say, how are you? And I hear, oh, busy overworked, you know how it is, right? People say this all the time. It's almost as if being worried and busy and stressed is some kind of badge of honor. It says, I have so many people and things and stuff to worry about in my life that of course I'm stressed. It places value on your life. But who actually likes to be stressed out? Any of you like stress? No. It's actually proven that stress is terrible for your body. Now, this is a better sermon for Pastor Gina because she's a nurse, but I'm going to try. So I read a statistic that anywhere from 75 to 90% of all doctor visits are due to stress-related ailments. Does that just blow anyone else's mind? So 
Stress causes all kinds of problems. Muscle pain, digestive problems, skin problems, insomnia, headaches, ulcers, heart disease, hypertension, asthma. We could go on forever, right? Stress is terrible for your body. And so it's no wonder that the Lord would warn us about stress. So as you might remember, we're in a series, a sermon series about rest. So first, Pastor Gina preached to us about the nightly rhythms, how the Lord gives us daily rest and sleep, right? Sleep is a gift from God. Then the next week, she preached about weekly rest. We get one day a week in which we rest. Last week, we talked about a first symptom of not resting, which was endless, fruitless busyness. And this morning, our symptom of not resting in Jesus is stress. So our text from today comes from a sermon called the Sermon on the Mount. And it's recorded in the book of Matthew, and it's a whole sermon that Jesus preached on a mountain near Galilee to very many crowds and his disciples. Now, if I were to summarize the entire sermon into one word, it would be righteousness. The whole sermon talks about what it means to be righteous. So there's things in there about um, caring for the poor. There's things about um, fasting and praying, spiritual disciplines. There's all kinds of information about what it means to be righteous. And in this text, Jesus is saying that worrying is not productive and that worrying is not righteous. Look at creation, Jesus says. Look at the flowers and the fields and the birds of the air. Is anything more beautiful than a field of flowers? And I found the fattest bird I could find. <laughs> Clearly the Lord is feeding this bird. Look around, Jesus says. If, if the Lord in heaven, if the Father cares about those flowers and that bird, why are you worried Pagans worry, Jesus says. Now, pagans here means people who don't know the Father. So we look around in our world, and what do people chase after? We chase money. We chase clothes. We are always looking for the next upgrade. We are always looking for a bigger house, more money. Pagans, people who do not know that the Lord meets their needs, are constantly running. But all this running and all this worry is a waste of time. It's like running in a hamster wheel. How many of you are computer geeks? Anybody? Techie geeks? Can you ever actually have the newest tech gadget for more than like a week? It's not possible, is it? It's, it's pointless. Worrying is pointless, says Jesus. Can any of you, by worry, add one day to your life? If I had sat home all weekend and worried about this sermon, Lord, I'm so worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm panicking, would have I ever written a sermon? No, worrying is is a complete waste of time. So I thought it was interesting in looking at this text that our section begins with the word, therefore. Now, therefore means because of something, because of X, do why? So the question is, what is this there for? Now, if you look at the section ahead of our section, it's entitled Treasures 
I think it's treasures in heaven or treasures on earth. But the point of the passage is, Jesus tells them, do not chase after the things of this world and gather earthly treasure. All of that will die and pass away and have no value. But what matters is the Father and heavenly treasures. So therefore, because all of the things of this earth pass away, and because where you put your treasure... There your heart is, what you seek for, what you strive after, what you meditate on. That's where your heart and your treasure is because the things of this earth will rot. Because of all of this, do not worry. It's pointless. Now, I'm sure at this point, the disciples and the crowds are sitting here going, look, man, I got mouths to feed. I've got bills to pay. I've got jobs to do. How can you tell me that I shouldn't stress? Have you seen my family? Have you seen the things that I have to deal with? And don't you know it, before they know it, their minds are spinning and their heart is pumping and their chest is tight. We all know that feeling, right? And the last place that they are looking is to the Lord. The passage ahead also says this phrase that we've heard so many times, You cannot serve two masters. You will either love one and hate the other, or you will hate one and love the other. You cannot have your eyes fixed on the world and still have them fixed on Jesus. That doesn't work. So think of it this way. In this world, we're blind, right? We're humans. We can't see Now, we're given a choice between two pairs of glasses. One of them will see things through the eyes of the world, will chase after the things of this world, and it'll never be clear. The other pair helps us to see things through the eyes of the Lord, and there's freedom in that pair of glasses. Jesus is saying, which pair are you going to put on? I'm helping you make the obvious choice. We are so guilty of letting our minds be ruled by stress, aren't we? So I have to admit that the Lord has recently been convicting me a lot about spending too much time on TV. Anybody else? A little too much. But I will say that I have a guilty pleasure, and it's called The Great British Bake Off. Anybody? Okay. So if you haven't seen it, basically the premise is that a bunch of amateur bakers, so people who live at home and love to bake, come every weekend, and they put on three different baking contests where they have a limited time and a super hard thing that they have to bake that I could never bake. But the deal is is that every week they know by Monday what they're going to have to bake on Saturday, and they can practice as many times throughout the week at home to present what they want on the weekend for the contest. But never fail. These people have practiced the same recipe 25 times They get there on Saturday, one thing goes wrong, their mind starts spinning, their blood starts pumping, their chest gets tight, and here we are. Here we are. Don't we do this all the time? We let stress rule our heads and we are unable to see the truth. We are unable to hear the promises of God that he promises. If we seek him first, our needs will be met. It's like taking a test. Has anybody ever gone to a test completely prepared? 
And then you get so stressed and it's like everything just gone. We do this. Jesus says and promises, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things, all your needs will be given to you. Now again, our previous passage was about not storing up earthly treasures. So I'm not promising that the Lord wants to give you a Porsche and a timeshare in Jamaica. That's not what I'm saying. The Lord knows what you need, your food, your shelter, your clothes. And if you're seeking him, he will provide those needs. Now, I'm not crazy for taking one passage, okay? The Lord promises to meet our needs so many times in the Bible I had to stop listing them because we could go through slides forever, okay? I'm not going to read through them, but Psalm 34:10 says, The lions may grow weak and weary, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. He will give you everything that you need. The Lord says this again and again and again and again. Why? Because it's true. And if your minds are spinning In the things of this world, if you're wearing those glasses of the world, guess what? We don't hear it. In researching for this sermon, um, I read a story about a monk who ran an orphanage. And at one point in the dead of winter, the monk realized they were about out of food and they were about out of money. And in the middle of a snowstorm, a widow came and knocked on the door of the church, and she was weeping, and she said, I have no money or food to feed my children. What should I do? Now, the monk knew that he had one gold coin that would buy enough food for this widow and her family, but he began to worry. How am I going to feed the orphans in my orphanage if I give this gold away? And so instead of stewing and worrying about money, he prayed. And the Lord made clear to him that he should give the gold coin. And so what did he do? He gives the gold coin. The next day he received a letter from the widow saying that she had prayed that the Lord might bless him for his generosity. And within a few minutes, 20 gold coins showed up on his doorstep. And two later. This is a true story. If the Lord cares for the birds of the air and the flowers of the field... Of course, he cares for us. And this is the invitation that Jesus has for us this morning. Do not get stuck on this hamster wheel of stress and anxiety. Take rest in the promises that I see you, I know your needs, turn to me, and I am delighted to provide for you. Will you pray with me? Father, we cannot praise and thank you enough for your promise to take care of us. Lord, would you bless us with the faith and the strength to believe that your promises are true? Lord, would you bind our wandering hearts to you and our eyes to you that our eyes may ever be on you and in your kingdom? We thank you for your love and your promises. In Jesus' name, amen.